Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Tokyo on Fire. Today is September 11th, 2015. You are watching episode 25 of Tokyo on Fire. Today, our burning issue is My Number System. This is a citizen identification system that has been recently passed by the Japanese Diet. Earlier, the Diet went into a session earlier in the year. They reviewed and analyzed about 60 laws. About 90% of those are usually made laws eventually. One of those that was under consideration this year was the My Number system. It is kind of like a social security system, although it's not really for social security. It is for identifying every single citizen within the Japanese archipelago. As usual, we welcome and look forward to your comments and recommendations to us. Please post them in the dialog box if you're watching this on YouTube or send us an email via comments at tokyoonfire.com. Alternatively, you can contact us via Twitter at hashtag tokyoonfire. Today's burning issue, once again, is the My Number System. It is really a deep and rich topic. It's just been announced. There's not a whole lot of news going on in the English press, but there sure is a lot going on in the Japanese press. Today, I'm joined once again by my co conspirator, Michael Chuchek. Michael Chuchek is adjunct professor at Sofia University and at Waseda University. He is also an adjunct fellow at Temple University. In these three universities, he is teaching budding young minds, international politics, and diplomacy. Welcome back, Michael. It's great to be back. Thank you. We had a great session last week. We were talking about the potential change in the cabinet that hasn't happened yet. The prime minister has become party president and therefore extended his reign as uh, LDP president and therefore prime minister of Japan. And we're, we're right on schedule, really, because the, the, there is going to be a reshuffle. Everybody's talking about it now. They all held off until it was absolutely confirmed that the PM would be reelected. But we saw this coming three weeks ago. And there's active jockeying in place, isn't there? And there certainly is. And it, 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 it's so much so that uh, we even have a, going to have a new faction. Yes. And that's going to be an interesting story in that. But that's not what we're talking about today. Our burning issue today is my number system. It is like in the United States what we would call a social security system, but it is far broader and far deeper than that. It's something that's going to really change a lot of people's lives and a lot of, make a lot of people unhappy here.、Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that maybe people in other countries will have a difficulty understanding that Japan has not had a citizen's identification number. Attached to every single citizen. Isn't that amazing that as advanced as Japan is typically known and as technologically adept as it is, that it hasn't figured out or hasn't implemented a system of identifying every single citizen and taxing the hell out of them? Well, it's not necessarily only taxing them. I mean, certainly people are given social security numbers at birth in the United States. What's the deal here? Well,、mm -hmm. obviously, there are special interests that have been wanting to keep this system from being ever applied. Well, it's too late now. The bill has been passed into law, and the law is going to go, on, go live in just a few weeks. It's amazing how rapid this has happened. I mean, frequently, you know, we've been in Japan for a long time, and、uh, when we were initially here 20, 30 years ago, one of the major complaints was this place never changes. The people who are running politics, they're these old guys in loud suits, and they're always there, and they're always the same guys, and you never see much change in politics or in culture and in finance. And these days, I mean, change has just been so rapid, and over the last 20, 25 years, it has been really remarkable. Well, in this case, you're right. A few decades back, People could get away with saying nothing will change. And you could read in the newspapers or in world magazines this, oh, it's just the same old guys with the comb over hair cuts.、Right. 
And it was actually basically true, mm -hmm. but things are changing here really fast. And in the case of the My Number system, there, if you asked three years ago, will they be able to implement it? Most people would say, no, the, the, the Japanese just won't, won't move on this one. It's just too hot. I would be in that camp too. Three years ago, if somebody had asked me if this kind of a number system is going to come in, um, will the Japanese uh, public accept that? Will it be something that will be easily implemented? I would have said no. But now, after looking at the law, seeing how deep and how, how committed the finance ministry is and how much power the LDP has behind it, not only am I, I convinced that it is going to happen, but it is going to be deep and it is going to be very, very widespread. Yeah, but we've, we first really have to explain what it is and what it's supposed to be used for. Mm -hmm. There are, of course, backstories, which we can also get into later. But basically, it's going to be a number assigned to every single citizen, a system that has previously not existed in Japan. Okay, so let's get into that. What exactly is the My Number System? The My Number System, I mean, it's so hard to describe because it's so strange that it was so late in the development of the country. It's basically just the number to identify the citizen so that each citizen has a personal identification number. Up until this point, a person could identify themselves through various documents, their birth registry, their, well, it's their family registry, where they live, their, their juminhyo, their, their domicile registry. Registered residence. Uh, all the, and their, their income, their stamp. All these were identifications, but there was no number, no string of digits that identified anybody. So that whenever you did anything, having to sign a contract, go to the ward office to get, well, to get married, for example, you had to bring copies of documents and proof that these documents are valid mm -hmm. in various forms, all kinds of different pieces of paper that they would then put together and then you would be able to process and act on whatever it is you were doing. So that in the, in the world of Japan, paperwork was real paperwork. Mm -hmm. there, it's not that you could fill out forms on the computer or any of that. You actually had to go and present papers and it, to an extent that is probably shocking to European and North Americans. They, they, they just can't think that you would, you would actually have to go with sheaves, actually sheaves of paper, right. to, to do simple things. Well, one of the things that's somewhat remarkable here is that in many instances, uh, note-taking and record-keeping is all analog with the police or with the city market. All by hand. Yes, by hand, and, uh, or doctor's reports. And these things are not digitized. Mm -hmm. They are, and they're kept in this non-digital form. That, that struck a lot of people in terms of, of efficiency and in terms of, of, well, simple progress as a major block. Mm -hmm. And that has been one of the arguments for the implementation, one of the main uh, functional arguments. Another functional argument is that the implementation of the My Number system will pull government out of the government offices. Currently, you physically have to present yourself to government offices to do so many different things. Sure, the ward office is something of a, a central part of the community. And then you have to go there to right. do a lot of things. Most of your activities that of, you would think, you just simply don't have to, you could call someone, you could do it, you could do it by mail. No, you actually have to physically show up right. and do this. 
that also has been seen as a, as count been have being a drag on the Japanese bureaucracy and, and the Japanese economy. So the my number system will allow you to do things remotely for the first time. In Japan, we don't generally do things through our laptops like most people do. Mm -hmm. We do things through the convenience stores. Now, convenience stores already have incredible functions: postal functions, banking functions, home delivery, home functions. delivery. They they they're not just places where you go and pick up a diet coke. Right. They're they're so much more. This will lead them to an even higher level. The convenience stores are going to become your one-stop shopping place for all your government needs. In addition to all your other personal needs, mm -hmm. you'll get to, and you'll get to do that 24 hours a day. You won't have to go to the ward office during its business hours to get your transactions done. You'll be able to do it at any time. That's probably going to increase efficiency of a lot of different at transactions. Right. You know, there was a word that was bantied about about maybe eight or nine years ago, and the the meaning of it was something that people couldn't quite capture, and that was ubiquitous. Mm -hmm. These things are ubiquitous. That means they're everywhere. They're like the air. You don't even notice them. They are, they are proliferated so much throughout society. One of those is your cell phone. They're everywhere. You don't even notice that they're there. The other is a convenience store. In Japan, they are everywhere. There are two or three on every corner. That's right, and you use it all the time for all kinds of things. I, I pay through for many of my basic payments rather mm -hmm. than having it the done. Water, for, right? Water, whatever you want, your water systems, your, your energy, Whatever you pay through your pension, you can even you know do your pension uh, transactions there. Mm -hmm. It's really very convenient. But until now, government action has not been allowed there. That's going to change with the my number system, and that's these are all the the selling points, the omote, the mm -hmm. front selling points. There is of course the backstory, the backstory of the my number system, and they call it my number. My number. They haven't. They don't use a kanji terminology for it. It's in right that, and you know, katakana. You, it's in when it's in katakana. You know that either they don't want the people to think too much about That's right. it, or they're actively trying to hide what it is. Mm -hmm. uh, when they use the katakana English, my number, it's it's got a, a dark side to it, at least for certain people, and that has to do with the tax system. Mm -hmm. And that's something else that people probably wouldn't believe that the terribly honest, extremely polite, wonderful Japanese people. Rule abiding. Rule abiding, following orders. A sizable fraction of them are serial chronic tax evaders. How about that? Uh, and until now, they've been able to get away with it because of the lack of a unified number identifying their assets with them. Okay. Now, that's the story that has probably prevented the imposition of the my number or whatever you want to call it until now. Because there are, it's well it's often said that there are two classes of people in modern Japanese life. Those with permanent employment and those with part-time employment. Mm -hmm. But there are actually three. Permanent employees, part-time employees, and then Owners of small businesses, the owners of businesses, they're in a separate class, at least as far as taxes go. Mm -hmm. Both permanent and part-time employees get, at the end of the year, a report of the taxes that have been withheld from them. Because the company is also registered to report on the outflow of 
cash and funds that they so, use. So they're their employees. Employees get what's called a genzen choshu hyo. It's, it's, a, it's a, a little piece of paper that says this amount of tax was withheld, and you go with that to the tax office, and if, if you have taxes that are going to be reimbursed, they are reimbursed, not by a check, as in the United States, but directly to your bank mm -hmm. account, which you give bank information on one bank to the tax office. Right. Now, that's for full-time employees, part-time employees, but the people who are owners of small businesses, medium-sized businesses, their taxes are not, on income at least, are not reported. Mm. Their financial assets are not reported. Everybody's financial assets actually are not reported. So that there is a vast area of the Japanese economy which is in the dark. Mm -hmm. And it's been basically until now an honor system. The, the government has some ways of controlling the way assets have been put into financial institutions. It, for example, on, in terms of insurance on a financial institution, it limits the amount of money that on any one account that can be guaranteed. So people don't amass huge dark pools of money in, in, in secret accounts right. because only part of it's protected. But nevertheless, it's been very difficult for tax authorities to follow the, the income and the assets of that class of people who are not in regular employment mm -hmm. uh, or who are owners. And those people are quite powerful and they've also been huge supporters the whole post-war era of the LDP. So it's been clear that they have been the voting bloc that has prevent, been preventing the identification system. Mm -hmm. Now, with the My Number system, every single bank account will be identifiable with one person. You'll be able to tie the two together. Now, the government says, that makes it easy in case you die, we'll be, you will have your number and we'll go to all the financial institutions and all of your relatives who would otherwise not know where your assets are, they will be, we will be able to tell them it'll be a wonderful thing. That's, that's, the, that's the, the story they tell. Right. But what it really means is the finance ministry will finally know. Mm -hmm. The tax authorities will finally know where your money is. And if they ever come to a point where they look at the Jap Japan's debt and they say, in order to pay this, we can't just rely on income taxes or consumption taxes. We have to have taxes on assets. They know where the land is, right. that's registered, but they'll also know with the my number system where the financial assets are. This comes out as so counterintuitive as you started your, your comment that the Japanese are, are law-abiding, they're honest, they, um, they follow authority figures and they, they I mean, it's a, a rather tight society that up until now, for as wealthy as Japan has been throughout, throughout Asia, I mean, comparatively, Japan has been a, a shining mountain of, of wealth generation and, and technology that it hasn't had this kind of a system up until now. Well, it's just, it's, it's an interesting dark part of Japan that people don't generally talk about. Mm -hmm. And certainly if you are, let's say, well, someone in, in the finance industry, those people with those assets, they're gonna be your customers. So you're not gonna be in favor of the My Number system. And let's be frank, the, the real reporting that's done on Japan it's done by Bloomberg, it's done by AP, it's done by organizations that serve the finance industry right. and, and serve its interests. So you may not have heard about any of this. It's quite reasonable. The people, who, they don't, people don't want to talk about it. Right. But 
now the finance ministry has finally, well, for a long time, achieved. It, it, well, it's achieved its dream. Right. And it's, a, it's the law. You can't escape from it anymore. Right. It is a good idea. I mean, it, I mean for a country to be viable, to, for a country to kind of run its operations to serve its citizenry, I, I imagine that there are really good reasons for, for this thing to, to be implemented and for it to be pursued. But I think one of the ideas is it's going to make things easier. It's going to make things more economical. And this is always the argument about you know, technology and the advance of technology. It's going to make things easier. And still, at the end of the day, you're chasing the dollar. You're not making ends meet. You're busier than you were before. So I'm wondering if this is just another one of those things that says you're going to save 2% if you're spending it on you know, foodstuffs, but at the end of the day, um, it's just an encroachment that just continues to increase. But it's, it's, it's interesting that you brought up our mobile phones. Mm -hmm. They have more and more and more functions, and we've come to accept the fact that they're not only our phones, there are televisions, there are cameras, there are our bank cards. You can use them in the, in the metro system to pay for the right. ticket, whatever. You can, go to, uh, you can go to a machine on the street for a, co a, a drinks machine, and you can pay with your, your mobile phone. We, we accept this multiple facility. Right. The, the, the My Number will also be the same way. You'll have a card, an ID card, that you'll be able to use at locations all over for all kinds of different functions. When you go to the library, you'll no longer have a library card because your My Number card will be what you'll be using. If you want to get copies of personal documents, you can go to the convenience store, clerk puts it under there, great, mm -hmm. that's all done. Everything, will, you won't have to fill out forms anymore. One of the things that you and I do yes. all the time, we have to put our names, our addresses, updates, uh, on page after page after page of documents all the time. Mm -hmm. That won't be necessary anymore. It'll, the information will be name, my number, ding, you're done. Mm -hmm. All this is going to happen. Yes, and it will have a significant effect on efficiency. There's no question about that. And it's certainly going to be extremely convenient. What people are worried about is two things. Uh, they're worried primarily, not, they're not worried about actually the government having the information. That's really interesting. It's only, that's only about one person in eight is concerned about the government having all my information. Right. Surveys have shown that the level of, of confidence that people have in Japan for the government and for the administration of, of these kinds of things is, is relatively high. Yeah. And so 85% of the people are entirely cool with the right. government. What they're worried about when, they, when they're asked in, in surveys, what are you worried about? They're worried about two things in about equal measure. Half the people who have worries are, are worried about private information being leaked. And people have stories that they don't want everybody to know. Mm -hmm. Everybody does. You know, the, the My Number system will obviously be linked to the national health system and your health records. There are things that you may not want to have people know. Right. But they're worried about that kind of information leaking or your marital status, if you're divorced, how you got divorced. All these things will be available in, in databases Just somewhere. plug in the number and, and plug in the access, number and you can get access. Out. They're worried about that. The other thing that they're worried about is crime. That we already have so many different kinds of fraud being committed, particularly against the elderly. Mm -hmm. This system will simply facilitate those fraudsters. Ori ori demo. That's right. right. They, there's, and with the number of, of Japanese who are now aged, 
And the number with Alzheimer's and other forms of mental debilities set to explode. This has actually been a really strong argument about the my number system. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to be just making it too easy for people to impersonate the elderly and and, and abuse the elderly. Once they get their their my number, it'll it'll be finished for them. That is actually has a certain reasonableness to it. So the people are, are not afraid of the government necessarily. They're great, afraid of, of abuses of, of, of their personal mm-hmm. lives. Well, of the people who are potentially negatively impacted by the my number system, it's, it's a small subset of people who are working and generating cash and maybe hoarding cash or um, not paying taxes, not reporting cash. So it captures those, it's designed to capture those people. But for everybody else, what's the payoff? Well, the payoff, the payoff is, is that you have convenience. But for the people who are already receiving Gins and Xiu these reports on their income, uh, their lives are not going to change very much. Mm-hmm. And it, the way they're going to change is more toward the convenience side. However, it will inconvenience one rather interesting fraction of the people, which is the people who want to be forgotten. Mm -hmm. It will be much more difficult than it has been in the past for people who want to escape from their past. And and in Japan, so much is already controlled and people know each other and there's so much information sharing that for those people who simply need to, to opt out, the fact that there was not an ID number allowed them to restart their lives. Right. And a small number, a few tens of thousands, maybe 100,000 per year, just simply walked away right. and reestablished themselves in a new identity in a new town somewhere else. Sometimes as homeless persons, sometimes as, as full members of society. This was the way that, for example, uh, the members of the Sarin, the, uh, the, the Sarin gas incident, incident, the ones who were not caught for many decades, uh, they simply slipped in through the cracks. One of them became a helper at a senior citizen's home. They all were able to find jobs and new identities because there was not a real way to track them except pictures of them all over the place mm-hmm. at, at police stations. Well, I guess that happens in every country. There is a, a place or a, a kind of technique where one can kind of blend into the, the woodwork. But here in Japan, I think it's, it's a rather significant small portion, but it's a significant portion of people who actually just disappear. They take on new identities and they just escape from the life that they used to live in and they're in another one. Or even if they're in public life, the idea of privacy and the loss of privacy is really important here Mm -hmm. because so much depends on your image. Yes. On your face, as they say, whenever they do cultural studies. And it takes a village. I mean, you are part of your your environment and, and the connections that build but you into that. Right, and f- there's this, a, a understated, a, an unstated agreement. I'm not gonna investigate too much into your past because it's too hard. Right. And I'll take on faith who you pretend to be. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the, the, the basic deal that everyone makes with the people around them. Right. I don't know much about you, you don't know much about me, but we're gonna live in a, in a polite way with each other. The My Number system will make it very easy for people with malicious intent mm-hmm. to find out private things. Well, I mean. Such as 
whether you're from one of the bad sections of town mm-hmm. of where the Budakumin, for example, right. or used to live, or any of your ancestors did. This, this freaks some people out. Some people are openly a part of this outcast community, the Burakumin, like Hashimoto Toru. He's, he's very open about the fact that he comes from the wrong side of the tracks. But most of those who are, who are from the wrong side of the tracks uh, do not want to have, to fear that th- this number will trace them back and trace back their ancestry to a place where these bad people came sure. from. Well, this might be news to some people because um, the public story is is that the Japanese are a monoculture, yeah, a homogenous society. group of, right. of, of of people, and there are several layers, aren't there? There are there are lots of hidden minorities. The the one that that people don't like to talk about was the the, the people who used to uh, tan leather, tan leather, or deal with dead bodies, right? So they Work were with un- animals. They were impure, mm-hmm. and and uh, they were an untouchables class. Uh, some of them like to flaunt their status as untouchables in order to get special deals from the government. But most persons with any kind of ancestry, could mm-hmm. be a grandfather or, or someone way back, they desperately try to erase their traces right. because they want to be accepted into society. Of course, prejudice is illegal and wrong, but people still have it against mm-hmm. these against these Burakumin, as they're called. That, that might be a, a topic for Tokyo on fire Sometime at some point. The there are the Ainu, there are the, the, the half Zainichi. Koreans, the Zainichi, exactly. These people, they, that's immigration and, and minorities is another subject. And But here, that's, one of, that's also one of the small groups. But you have to think that they didn't affect the LDP's decision to stay sure. away from this all these years. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, you're talking about taxes, most right. likely. Now, so let's let's talk about you know how this number system how it's going to be administered. All right, my understanding is that there are, are going to be have to be another set of machines wherever readers tra- for these cards, right? Uh, and that there's resistance to that, but uh, maybe I'm misreading that. Well, there are readers everywhere. I mean, there are readers even on your computers now. You can have a a, a reader on your cell phone. There are readers on your Coca-Cola machines. So and we the, certainly use cards uh, with readers at, beep, beep, at, right. at, the, at, at the stores and everywhere already. So, But this is a dedicated reader that feeds only into, for example, uh, the, the local uh, f- uh, tax agency or the, the, the ward office. Yeah, and that's another thing you're going to have, if you're going to be using it, that there's, there's the discussion right now of the use of it in order to reimburse people for consumption taxes. And that's that's a recent proposal of this week that we, we can discuss, probably we should discuss in detail. But the idea is that you'll go and you, you put your card under the reader and then at a later time you'll be able to receive a deduction right. on, your, on your consumption tax. Every time you go to the store, so that the, the government will know where you were doing what. Now, okay, maybe because it's already being recorded by on our, our phones, right? Uh, that maybe we're, we're... It's just one of those creeping things, though, isn't it? I mean, we get used to a certain level of, of relinquishing our, our, not our freedom, but our, our privacy. Mm-hmm. And little by little, there's this just this encroachment. And it just kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies that it's always government that keeps increasing this, this, this slow step 
Just surrender it so you can have more convenience, you can have more safety, we can do things for you easier. Well, corporations do it too. I mean, the government is not the one that's collecting our GPS data. It's the mm -hmm. corporations themselves. Uh, if we, When we buy things through Amazon, Amazon is ch giving us suggestions about other things we may want right. to buy based on what we've already looked at. That information, this the big data, mm -hmm. is... It's corporations that are the basic. Uh, it's happened part. so rapidly. Yeah, I, and the thing is, in here in Japan, the belief has been that the government was not entirely doing that. Now, that's of course a an echo of the super oppressive situation that existed prior to 1945 with the Kempei Tai and all kinds of other surveillance organizations watching Neighborhood people. Neighborhood watch. Uh, always. Right? all what you're, what you're doing, knowing everything about you, going through your things. There was a huge reaction to that in the post-war era, and there's never been the reestablishment of a lot of the security agencies and systems that most advanced industrial countries have. Instead, Japan has been really laid back. And that was one of the reasons, for example, that a criminal terrorist organization like Aum Shinrikyo mm -hmm. could develop and develop chemical weapons without the police being all over them right. from the beginning. Uh, it's just that surveillance and interference, it's been really hands-off. That is still echoing mm -hmm. to the my number system, the, that this is the government getting in on, on the big data story right. in a big way. And that has given some people the heebie-jeebies. But again, it's the, the numbers in terms of the government surveys. Oh, okay, it's a government survey. But the government surveys find that people are not concerned about the government's usage of it. It's criminals and privacy violations. Right. And outsiders finding out things. Mm. Let's get back to the readers. What this law means is that every point of sale unit will now have to have a reader attached to it. Yeah. So the deal is you pay cash, you get out your cash and you pay for something, and then you also register it with your My Number system. Whether you're trying to get the tax deduction or you're it's part of the transaction, you're getting, for example, your uh, residency papers, your Juminkyo, you have to pass it under the reader. Mm -hmm. So that, yeah, every, plate, every point of sale place will have one of these things. Well, don't you think this is really... Um, the direction that this is going. It is for covering transactions. It's not for the convenience of getting your signature multiple times or for getting documents. I mean, that's a kind of a nice feature of it. But really, aren't, isn't this all about, you know, tracking consumption, seeing how money is being spent? And maybe the first iteration of it is that we're just going to be um, having convenience for you, but in later iterations, there will be uh, tax deductions, there will be uh, discounts that are offered if you're 65 and older, that sort of thing that um, from a centralized source, you can manipulate that, you can add uh, algorithms so that the, the numbers produce different things for different people. That's probably true. Uh, it would have to be negotiated and it would have to require a lot of the changes in laws for it to happen. Now, it may happen, as your guest, you're, you're, you're suggesting, organically bureaucrats just taking on more functions, and if nobody says no, then the, their answer must right. be yes. Oh, that seems like the default to me. Yeah. I mean, not only that, but every 
every business now, every cash register must have one of these readers. And that's a lot of cash registers. That's a lot of point of sales uh, devices. Well, some manufacturer is gonna hit the, the jackpot on that, yes. But that's not the only thing. The number crunching that is required to, to do this throughout the nation is really something, I mean, perhaps the Japanese can pull it off, but you know, I'm here from the government, I'm here to help you. That doesn't quite ring true. I mean, uh, this would be something that maybe uh, a profit motive uh, company would pull off much more smoothly and much more elegantly. But if you're gonna give it to the government, that's another thing altogether. I, I, I disagree. I think that the government's gonna be very careful about the information that it gathers, basically because if you spend all your time trying to figure out different ways to use information, you're, you're gonna be, you're, your day's gonna end, it's gonna be five o'clock and you'll have to, it's time to go home. You limit the amount of things that you can do mm -hmm. to the very minimum in order to get through your day. And I think that the government, despite the fact it will have these mounds of, of data, will largely ignore them. They'll put them in storage. Where the My Number system uh, is probably going to help is certainly with uh, people who are uh, very old. They'll, right. The, the elderly will certainly be helped by having this ID system. There, we have several thousand uh, Alzheimer's patients who wander away from their, their centers and disappear and become lost persons. Uh, there's no way to find out who they are because they don't know who they are. Well, and, even the mind number system doesn't quite help it. Well, as long as they have their card if, with if, them. If they don't have their card, That's right? That's true. Once again, that doesn't help unless they have their card with them. And I think one of the, one of the, the problems here is that um, the card doesn't just end with the card. It goes, it goes further. I mean, this is the, the what did they solve? I'm sorry, what do they call it? The, the, the sign of the beast. You know, it is a number that is assigned to each individual. And so it's not going to be on a tattoo. I mean, the card will last for maybe one or two seasons. And it has to go into a, a different system. Maybe it's an embedded chip or, or something like that. But the cards, I mean, it just the, the logistics of that is it just boggles the mind. But, but I mean, look, the United States has a social security number and the world hasn't ended. Right. Oh yeah, there are some people who hate the social security number, mm -hmm. but most people, it's just a part of life. And right. the my number system is gonna be the same way. This is on steroids, though. This is, this is a social security number on steroids. Well, it certainly will replace a lot of, of numbers mm -hmm. that otherwise people, I mean, you won't have to have, it will be your ID. Uh, in, you won't have to have a passport. You won't have to have a uh, driver's license, it will be sufficient mm -hmm. to have your My Number card with you. So that, okay, fine. It is really a useful concept, and I'm not totally against it, but I think it doesn't do enough, and then again, it does kind of too much. And what I mean by that is, Japan is notoriously a cash country. I mean, purchasing um, with cash, they don't have checks, they don't I mean, credit cards are used, um, you know, sparingly. Sparingly, but this is by and large a cash cash uh, transaction. And that's, and that's precisely why the finance ministry is for the my number system. Yes, because it's a cash system, and cash doesn't leave a paper trail mm -hmm. if you don't want it to, and you can stash it in a, in a bank, and the bank doesn't have to know who you are necessarily. It's right. not. This is not exactly the Cayman Islands here, but nevertheless, the right. banking system, is, as long as you have 
one of your stamps, and a person can have multiple stamps. As long as they have a stamp, and bing, you, you stamp, and that's say this is me, you can open many different accounts right. in all kinds of places. And people have multiple bank accounts. Multiple and bank accounts. Your and husband doesn't know about this. Other people, uh, it's just completely separate. Yes, in terms of family disputes, divorces, inheritance, inheritance disputes, right. this is going to open a lot of Pandora's boxes, or at least pl things that were hidden. Right. That didn't exist before. And certainly for, for uh, divorce lawyers, it's going to be very simple. Mm -hmm. You can now actually track down where the money is. Whereas currently, it's basically, again, been an honor system. Where, you know, and, of course, in the case of acrimonious divorce, there's no honor at all. Right. So, mm -hmm. okay, there are good points and bad points. Now, this week, what brought the My Number back into the, the spotlight was a proposal put forth by the finance ministry regarding the Komeito's favorite piece of legislation, which is a reduction in the rise in the consumption tax that is scheduled for 2017. Right. In 2017, the consumption tax is going to go from 8% to 10%. The Komeito, which is basically answers to the married women's division of the Soka Gakkai, they don't want the consumption tax to go up on everything. They want to exempt some things. And as you and I know, there have been just parades of lobbyists going to all the members of the diet this past year off saying that my particular product should be the one right. that gets the deduction. Uh, in the end, what they've decided on is that it will be food and non-alcoholic drinks, and that's it. Okay, so those are all there. Newspapers didn't make it. <laughs> I yeah. mean, newspapers was on the was on the on schedule. The we, were, on the... we were going to exempt newspapers. Yes, because as well. because they have it a, is an essential. It is essential for for a good informed citizenry. They didn't make the cut. All right, so they're going to be exempted. How is that going to happen? Mm -hmm. Well, the simplest thing would seem to be. You just do it at the point of sale, and if something is registered as a food, food stuff, beep, beep, goes eight percent, and it goes. In, it will, you'll be paying eight percent on that, and ten percent on the non-food, non-alcoholic non drinks stuff, like newspapers, like newspapers, like alcohol. Right. That would seem to be the easiest thing, but that's not what the finance ministry proposed this week. What it proposed, using the my number system, was that. When you buy whatever it is in 2017, you will pay at the register 10%. Right. But you'll pass my, your My Number card there under the reader, and it will register the amount that was in food and drink. And then at a later time, at the end of the year, when you do your taxes, you will send an application to the finance ministry with your points, because it'll, it'll be a point system, like the point cards that we use at, at all kinds of different retail outlets now. Right. You have so many points, and you'll be able to apply for so much of a refund. Mm -hmm. But because the finance ministry is concerned, in its own way, about how regressive the rise in the consumption tax is, it, it, it hurts poor people more than rich people, it wants to make sure that the rich don't get deductions for their caviar, 
don't get deductions for their special juice from a special fruit that's grown somewhere in Borneo and only fruits every 1,000 years kind of right. stuff. No, only basics will be apple, would, will get the deduction. You'll only get up to 4,000 yen. So it's capped. It's capped at 4,000 yen a month or something mm -hmm. like that. And then you're going to apply to get that money back. Mm -hmm. All hell has broken loose over this. Well, the newspapers right. have gone to town about it. The, the Komeito is suddenly crouched and, and is just sitting, this is not what we thought about. That's right. Well, we've been following this tax issue for the last two years. It's been a, a topic on Tokyo on fire. Yeah. And, and we've been waiting for the finance ministry to propose how it's going to deal with that. Is it going to be 8% at the cash register and 10%? Um, just as you had described, and they suddenly came up. I mean, this was a shock to, to everybody. The finance ministry came in and announced that this was their idea, and even the finance minister reported from, where was he? Jakarta, I think. Where did this come from? Well, you have to think that the finance ministry is it's setting this up mm -hmm. so that it will be rejected, and then they'll say, but it's the only plan we've got. Mm -hmm. There's no time to do the change. We'll have to go with 10% for everything. The, the finance ministry, of course, is interested in maximizing yes, they are. its revenues right. in any way possible. And this pressure from the Komeito on the LDP and thus on the government uh, to get this deduction, they've been absolutely just like turtles in their shells about that. Mm -hmm. They wanted everything to be simple, clean, and uncomplicated. And you know that given the country uh, that we live in, this food and drink uh, limitation is going to have very funny boundaries. And it's all kinds of things will, will apply to try to get in, and that there'll be political deals about what constitutes food, right. whether it's, you know, is... is it's tobacco food. Is, is tobacco food, right. is, 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 is rice powder that's used for something else, mm -hmm. food. Right. There's going to be, the, the finance ministry wants to have a clean slate, everything, one tax rate, one simple system. Right. And so they're proposing this Byzantine concept of going through this rigmarole and, and, and then at the end of the year applying for your rebate in order to kill the, the idea completely. I think it's kind of a Trojan horse. It is something that they hoisted. It wasn't something they wanted to get through and they used the tax rebate system as a way to get it through. And if you take a look, I mean, they're in a coalition government. You've got Komeito and the LDP. The LDP forced through the security bills. You would expect that Komeito got something in return. In return, right. You would think that maybe since they are the party for the downtrodden, for the, for the moms who, who um, have two or three children, maybe their husband is living with them, maybe their husband isn't. Uh, they're, they're the kind party, the party for everyone. And to, to, now, to now learn that they're going to get some of what they wanted, but not everything, and the people that they're trying to protect are going to get, yes, they're going to get this discount, but now, since they are so... Um, um, economically uh, downtrodden, they will get this rebate a year later. It doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't help people at the time when they need it, and that's the time that they're making their purchase on the limited amount of income that they have. Well, there wouldn't happen to be any coincidence between the fact that the security legislation is about to be passed right. 
and the Kome toe suddenly getting the shaft. So a little bit of the horse trading is still... Oh, the horse trading is going to go on, but once the Kome toe members of the Diet vote for the security legislation, it wouldn't surprise me if the uh, certain people in the LDP, on, who will go become be nameless, suddenly say, oh, oh we never promised you that. Mm-hmm. A deduction? Did, no, no, that was that was a. Uh, it's an idea. Yeah. But it, you know, look, you've seen how the finance ministry is trying to handle it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a complicated issue. You don't really want it, do you? Yeah, I don't know because they really still have to keep this coalition going a little bit longer. Like, until, well, it's not like they're going yes. to throw the coalition away. But let's face it, it's the junior partner. Yes. And the the, the position of the junior partner is always to get its face slapped right. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And they are dependent on the LDP to an extent that is really, really significant. And as we get closer to the House of Councillors election in 2016, which is looking pretty good for the LDP, uh, Komeito has less and less power and less and less, less and less of an ability to uh, push things around. Mm -hmm. Immediately before the election, things are going to change because the LDP still needs Komeito votes. And they'll do something to really make the Komeito come back to the fold. But then it's quite a distance. It's still right. a long ways away. And maybe, uh, maybe in, the, in the new regular session in January, there'll be a renewed wooing effort. But for now, mm-hmm. mm, I'm not so sure. Well, um, sometimes our, our comments are a little bit disjointed because we don't speak from notes. We speak extemporaneously on, on the issues that, that we're examining. And so I, I want to go back just a little bit. Um, the number of children living in poverty in Japan is one in six. Mm-hmm. And if they're in a single parent household, it is more than 50%. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Komeito is that party that is designed or determined to protect those people in addition to everybody the, the else. The weak, yes. The weak, right? Okay, Those they, they, they that they don't have that a voice. They're, 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 right? Yeah. And um, the, the, the number system, the my number system, is not really designed to achieve anything that really benefits them. And I think the... I disagree. The my number system, the, what the government will say is the my number system is precisely for the people who are about to fall through the cracks. Right. Or for the people who are stressed. Because it will give the government the ability to deliver all kinds of social services that are available. And that's one of the things I have with this one in sixth... Mm-hmm. Are, are, are below the poverty line. Yes, that's a quantitative number, but it's not a qualitative one. Quantitative in that it's a certain percentage of the, the median income that they're below. Yeah, okay. But if you're going to be poor, you, you better be poor in this country. Okay, so the okay, quality not, of poorness here is not really... You have public transportation everywhere. You have... National so, health. National health. Children are free, right? Okay, in terms of health care. Everything is paid. Mm-hmm. The, you have education that's paid for, a lot of different kinds of programs. There are social programs. There are volunteer organizations mm-hmm. run through the, through the, the uh, retirement centers. All this is available if you apply for it. And mm-hmm. if you, you have a my number system, a person applying once will be approached and say, look, do you need this? Do you need this? Do you need this? And all these helpful functions of government 
will be available in a way that they aren't, haven't been until now. Okay, they're available now. You're just saying that the My Number system is going to make it more accessible to people. Well, it'll, it'll, it'll activate the government mm -hmm. in a way. One of the highest costs of raising a child in Japan is education. It's mm -hmm. been documented uh, all over the place. And the, the highest part of that is not just the education of going to elementary school, middle school, and high school. It is the cram courses. It is the uh, supplemental income that you need to succeed in getting into a college or into a university. Well, that's one of the interesting things because equal education is actually guaranteed in the Constitution. Right. It, that everybody will have an equal chance. Well, equal means various different things. And in this case, it means that it's true. If, if you're a rich family, if you're a poor family, you send the children to your local public school, and those public schools will offer the same level of education no matter where you live in Japan. Right. That is not the case in the country where we come right. from. The differences between a suburban uh, school and an inner city school Huge. are enormous. Not what is happening here in mm -hmm. Japan. Everybody gets at least that. But in terms of right, the access to a, a, a better future, you do have to, If well, most people have to, engage cram schools. And the more expensive the cram school, usually the better they are at preparing you for the examinations. So there is a, a, a race, mm -hmm. a rat race, where the, the richest rats do better. <laughs> now, that, that's true. Some people are do, able to do it just simply on merit, including the current Minister of Education, Minister Shimomura. He came from a destitute family and worked his way up. So we even have in the government a, stor a story that says money's not the only thing. You have drive and simply trying, you know, are, more, are important. Of course, you have to have smarts too. But I would, again, I would say if you had a choice, and of course the poor don't, mm -hmm. but if you had a choice and you're going to be one of the poor or a poor child, poor child in Japan is in a pretty good position as mm -hmm. compared to his or her counterparts around the world. Well, at least at the government level, it is a meritocracy. The better you are, the more you achieve. Oh, nepotism has nothing to do with anything. Well, that was my second point. But nepotism <laughs> is alive and well here. I mm -hmm. mean, look at politics. Oh, yeah. Um, politics is, is rife. I mean, the number of, of, of politicians whose father or grandfather was a politician, the current uh, prime minister. But it's the same for true for doctors, it's same is true for lawyers, right. the same is true for bureaucrats, which is supposed to be absolutely meritocratic, and yet we're seeing second and third generation bureaucrats mm -hmm. now. Yeah, people are aligning themselves in lineages. Right. Where thing, but you know. Well, it used to be that they were they had classes. They had uh, uh, farmers. They had samurai. They had shopkeepers. They okay, had, they had royalty. Yeah. That sort of thing. So it it seems that it 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 matches well with this this country and this culture. But oh, the, it matches well in terms. Well, look, if if you, if you go to Kasuga Shrine in in Kyoto, the the chief you know priest there is a Fujiwara. Why? Because Nakatomi in the year 560, allied himself with the imperial family against the Soga family and... Therefore, forever and ever. Ever and ever. Yes. Yes. That family will... And all the religious organizations, hospitals, anything that you look at, even, uh, you know, small-scale public servants, post offices, mm -hmm. everything, your father did it, your grandfather did it, your grandmother did it. It's all lineage here. Right. So, what the hey? Yeah. Well, I think
perhaps one of the, the dreams of the mind number system is that we more even out this stratification that's, that's occurring here in Japan. And I think that's one of the, the great things about it that I, you know, I, I appeal, that appeals to me. Um, yeah, the Kaksa Shakai, which has right. been the, 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 this, this story for, uh, the opposition has tried to make it a story, particularly the socialists, that we have now divisions, permanent divisions in society based on wealth. Right. That th whereas in the post, immediate post-war era and the years of high growth, 60s and 70s. Pretty much rock and roll. Pretty much everybody was in the middle class. Now we have classes. Yes. And they're fixed and it's becoming aristocracy versus yes, it is. the peasantry. Right. Yeah, the my number system is gonna expose a lot of people's hidden assets. The other thing that I would like to see with the my number system is dealing with cash. I think cash needs to go and we need to have a digital currency because if you're going to have a card or a number on your, your arm or a band or maybe uh, a, a implant in your, in your finger, why not have I, it? You're, you're not serious about I this. I am serious, why not? Why, I mean, if, if this system is going, you take a look at any Japanese man's wallet and it is packed with, um, these cards, these point cards. I mean, the, the point card my, system. My wallet is packed. It doesn't have to be a Japanese. No, man. I know it. I mean, there are 30 <laughs> cards for, uh, on average for every Japanese male. The women have 40. So it, it is something that's a part, but it's, it's a nuisance. It, is, it, it takes up space. And I think if you can unitize this, that would be great, but it doesn't get rid of cash. And the cash, I think, is. Wait a minute. That makes no sense at all. I'm sorry. If you if you unified the card system, everybody would be on the same card. But the whole point is to keep you allied with one particular store. Right. But if they have the number crunching for dealing with every single citizen in Japan, they should be able to have the number crunching that says, my suits were laundered at this laundromat and I bought my bread over here. You should be able to to crunch that as well. I mean, technology being as it is, I'm surprised that the Japanese haven't jumped on this earlier. Mm -hmm. And I predict that the Japanese will be, you know, at the vanguard of digital cash and the point card system. And, well, that's the whole yes. point of the, the, the Olympics, mm -hmm. is that the, the one of the goals clearly is we want to go to a completely cashless society so that when the foreigners come, they just have a card or maybe even their internationally roaming phone and we won't have to worry about them exchanging money or anything like that. It'll all be done electronically. What do you think? What's your prediction on that? It'll go just as well as the stadium. Okay. <laughs> you really think so? You think it'll be a flop? Has anything worked on the Olympics yet? Well, they do have a little bit of a brand image problem. Yes. Brand Japan's getting its face slapped right yes. now. Well, the other issue is with uh, security. I mean, the pension system released, I mean, didn't release, I mean, it was hacked. That's right. And, and, and that certainly millions. made the My Number system look really bad. Well, let's hope that they've got their thinking caps on and the technology and the, the, the devices and the security is going to be, you know, even better and in preparation for the, uh, the Tokyo Olympics. I okay. think it's... I, you know, well, Japan continues to surprise me. And so with that, if you don't mind, I think I'd like to wrap up today's conversation. You've been watching Tokyo on Fire. Our burning issue today has been the My Number System. They'll begin issuing these numbers in October, 
the system will go live in January, and they hope for it to be fully implemented by this time next year. So it is a burning issue now, it will continue to be a burning issue, and it's something that I think will have a big impact on Japanese economy and the culture here. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. You can send your comments to us at comments at tokyoonfire.com. Alternatively, we are reachable on Twitter, hashtag tokyoonfire. Probably the best way to interact with us is to post your comments directly into the dialog box on YouTube. And finally, our podcast is available on iTunes. My name is Timothy Langley. Thank you for watching. See you next week.